Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, November 2nd, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Security company Silence did discover a pretty nifty malvertising campaign that is targeting Mac OS users. What they're doing here is that they're advertising actually a download for Google Chrome. Now, kind of ironic that they're using Google Ads to do so. So on Google's website, it will display in the top location the Get Google Chrome link that's actually malicious. And to make things worse, the URL displayed below is actually the legitimate google.com slash chrome url turns out that uh, when you buy ads ads via google that uh, you can actually set that display url to whatever string you would like to and then redirect the user to the actual url and apparently google doesn't even have sort of a blacklist built in here for their own urls now, if a user falls for this and installs uh, the malicious application, they're then going to be bombarded with ads. At this point, it doesn't look like uh, this uh, software is doing anything but uh, displaying ads to the user. The same software that's being distributed via these malvertising links also has been seen in the past advertised as a flash player. So essentially it does rely on the user willingly installing that software. It's nothing that would sort of abuse an exploit in order to get itself installed on the victim's machine. Now, silence doesn't say anything about whether or not the binary was digitally signed, but typically these binaries are signed with a valid developer signature. So the result would be that the user installing this particular application has no idea that anything malicious is being done here. Apparently, the ad also sort of works for Windows users, but the domain the user is being redirected to when they're using Windows is different and currently doesn't resolve. And Microsoft released a response about the privilege escalation vulnerability that uh, Google published yesterday. I mentioned it in yesterday's uh, podcast. Well, uh, Microsoft doesn't really like that Google published it with so little notice. But uh, then again, they go into some detail about how you're not really vulnerable if you're running an up-to-date system because the initial flash exploit will not work in this case. And they also show how Windows Defender ATP can be used uh, to detect and defend against attacks like this. And the Cisco Talus security team did release details regarding three vulnerabilities in Memcache D. All of these three vulnerabilities are remote code execution vulnerabilities. And ironically, the third one here is actually a vulnerability in the SASL authentication mechanism, which is of the only authentication mechanism that Memcache D has. In general, you should never expose these databases to the public internet. If you use them internally and expose one network, then very carefully control them with a firewall rules alike so people can only connect from inside your network. Often these databases are actually deployed without any access control, which of course makes it even more important that you mitigate this with appropriate network-based security controls. 
Personally, in my opinion, if you do use something like Memcached, for example, to keep session data, and that's very commonly done for web applications, it may be best to just have it listen on localhost and have it run on the web server if you don't have too much data in that database in the first place. And yes, it doesn't look like any of these vulnerabilities would be exploitable via a web-based interface, but of course, that's always a possibility as well here. I've mentioned a few times in the past vulnerabilities in enterprise resource planning systems like those made by SAP. Turns out that one particular vulnerability that was patched by SAP in September, we now got more details about and the possibility of exploits being developed for this vulnerability using those more detailed instructions on how the vulnerability works. There are typically not a lot of these systems out there, but of course, the ones that are deployed usually have uh, the crown jewels for a particular company. And if you're using SAP's enterprise resource planning system, make sure you apply the September patch and if at all possible, do not expose it to the public internet. According to ERP scan, the company that identified the vulnerability, there are about 941 systems that they found exposed on the internet that are still vulnerable. Again, the numbers are fairly small here, but of course there could be substantial damage done if those systems got compromised. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow.